On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, it looks like the new Batman film is allowed to resume filming in the United Kingdom. We also have a little bit of news of Cinemark being the first movie theater chain to reopen since COVID. So let's jump in. everyone and welcome back to film optics where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news i'm your host christian and today as always we are talking about the world of film tv and everything pop culture related and i'm joined by my good friend and my co-host devin how are you doing today buddy doing swell today are you excited to go see wonder woman 1984 tonight i know i'm so excited you know gal gadot's one of my favorite actresses wait it's not showing, is it? Mm. No. Mm. Sadness. That's that's a problem that I really don't like. <laughs> but uh, before we begin today's topics, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Anchor, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and of course, live here on YouTube on Thursday evenings. Um, so let's just jump into it, man. We got we got a few live uh, we got a few stories here to talk about, but um, let's see if we can uh, mow through it all, shall we? <laughs> yes, mow them down. All right. Do you want to take this first one? All right. Looks like the Batman, Ooh. the Robert Pattinson, <laughs> and Fantastic Beast Three are allowed to resume filming in the UK. Ooh, Robert Batson bats back up to bats. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, I think this is pr- this is. I mean, this is good news. You know, this is great news. Um, I didn't expect Fantastic Beast Three to be one of the number one priorities here, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you have any thoughts about this at all? Or excited? Just excited for the Batman? Yeah, I, th- I think we all are. Like we, we uh, it's been. It seems like it has been that long. I mean, we've had Robert uh, Pattinson in multiple movies, and he's a very good actor, but we had Ben Affleck for a while, but he didn't really have his own solo Batman movie, which, I mean, kind of sucks, but that's okay because we've got Christian Bale, and that's all we really need. But hopefully, uh, you know, it's supposed to come out next next year, right? Yeah, it got pushed back to ne- yeah. next year, Halloween, so... That's going to be pretty cool. I'm a little excited for uh, Fantastic Beasts 3, but um, I'm not super, super excited, especially after the last one. The first one was pretty good, but mm, it's all right. I don't know. Anyway, uh, speaking of the Batman, apparently there is a Batman spinoff being pitched after uh, a Bane movie um, after the success of Joker. Um, and this comes from comicbookmovie.com. And, I mean, it looks pretty cool. Um, I mean, it sounds pretty cool, I should say. Uh, Warner Brothers is looking that they're con- uh, they should continue down the path of villain movies um, based off of Batman's popular lineup of baddies, as comicbook.com uh, has said. And in the new report, it looks like Bane is one of the uh, top contenders for a new supervillain movie. What do you think about this? Um, I mean, I guess I'm into it. I feel like Bane was one of the main complaints people had about the Nolan trilogy, which I never really understood because <laughs> if you paid attention to the first two movies, you would know that 
No one was keeping everything grounded. So I don't know why you would expect this huge jacked cartoon of a man, especially when Tom Hardy is playing him. Because Tom Hardy's a great actor, and you wouldn't want to just waste him on this big cartoon. Yeah. I like, I like the way he, he harnessed that role. Yeah. You made it very memorable. Everyone, everyone does that accent. Everyone is coming to meet you, Batman. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> a man's life is his life, Mr. UPS man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Absolutely love it. But, yeah, um, what villain would you like to see them kind of, you know, uh, dive into the mix here? It's kind of hard to think of villains to get their own movie because usually it's not very common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would. I know, I know you're a big Deadshot guy. Oh, no, not Deadshot. Or, uh, uh, Slade. Or uh, Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so amazing if he got his own movie. I'm telling you. Like, I would. Yes. I don't know who would play um, Deathstroke, but. I think it would be fantastic. You know, kind of get the funny little parody, you know, parallel between... Uh, I mean, Deadpool was literally made as, like, a parody of Deathstroke, or as the Teen Titans like to call him Slade, but there's, like, a whole different uh, little history lesson behind there. But, yeah, I'm just... I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, Bane's, Bane's really great. I, I thought he was great in The Dark Knight Returns. Um or Rises, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm getting two movies mixed up in my head right now because they're so similar, it's insane. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, do you want to take this next one, Devin? I know between uh, Patty Jenkins, some nice little Patty news. Yeah, it looks like at one point, Patty Jenkins was offered the opportunity to direct a Justice League movie which she promptly turned down, and I do not blame her. <laughs> why do you not blame her, Devin? <laughs> why, why would you want the task of creating a Justice League movie following the train wreck that just happened? I mean, hey, I mean, she made a good Wonder Woman movie. Well, like, she, she had said that... Well, she had said something about this. He, he, she's mentioned that... Um, she likes the people who work there, but they want full control over their movies. The director is under control. Uh, well, so, that makes sense. So studio interference is probably the, one of the main reasons yeah. she wouldn't want to direct I wonder, Justice League. I wonder why. So for I wonder what's the difference between that and Wonder Woman. Woman does she not have full control for that either? Or I guess since I guess, I mean maybe there's more wiggle room. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I feel like Justice League is such a big. Property, property that they yeah. probably try to take full control yeah but um studios need to realize that they are not directors <laughs> like yes they own the properties but you still need people to hire to make these movies for you so i don't know i mean i feel like she could have done it because i know she had she had also mentioned that she didn't care about the shared universes and it was something about, I guess, keeping up the task with like all the other super villain or superheroes would be very hard for her. But I think she could do it. I don't see why not. I mean, I'd be pretty cool to see a female-led um, superhero team, big big shot movie. So, if only she could have done Thor: Dark World. 
Oh like yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that for a second. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. I don't know. Well, I hope Patty Jenkins uh, <laughs> changes her mind at some point in the future. Well, we got to see what this, this this Snyder cut is all about. All the hubbub. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be that fantastic, but I'll definitely watch it. Um, I'll definitely watch it over the air cut any day of the week. So. That's just my uh, two cents about it. But uh, moving over from the DC news over to a little bit of Marvel news. This is a this is a big one. This is. Um, I'm. I don't know how I feel about this, Devin. I really don't. Because I like I'm, the other Quicksilver. I'm hopeful. I like the other Quicksilver, but I did like Quicksilver in the new X Men. So apparently. Um, Marvel's WandaVision is reportedly cast uh, the X-Men after Evan Peters in a mystery role. And we all So you're saying you like you like MCU Quicksilver more than Fox Quicksilver? I do. I don't know why. No way. He's he was so funny. I liked him. He's like, you did not see Quicksilver that. Quicksilver in the Fox movies is like the one <laughs> thing they nailed. <sighs> I tend to disagree, but I don't I don't know what it is. And I have no ill will or anything against Evan Peters. I think he's a great actor. It's just, for some reason, I didn't like him. I don't know what it was. E- okay, even even with that crazy take, I think there's <laughs> this is this, there's a lot of possibilities with this one. There is. I don't. I don't think he's coming in to replace the old one. I think either he's not playing Quicksilver, which I feel like. Is a small possibility, <laughs> or he's coming in as an alternate universe Quicksilver because it's the multiverse of madness, like prelude. So <laughs> Wanda's gonna be Wanda's gonna like be dreaming or something, yeah, and seeing stuff, and then this Quicksilver's gonna run by and be like, "Oh hey, how's it going?" She's gonna be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, I, I and like it's it's kind of it's, it's like my random. Like, hatred for The Rock. I can't explain it. I just... Well, like, I don't hate Evan Peters. I just, for whatever reason, when I think Quicksilver, my mind goes to the MCU one. I don't know what it is. I just don't know. And I I mean, I thought he did a great I, job. I'm guessing they'll they'll both make an appearance. I mean, I mean, maybe. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see because, I mean, everything that's been going on with the, um, you know, with all of these new Marvel shows, I mean, they've been talking about, um, you know, splitting it up into two parts. So it's like for Winter Soldier and Loki and WandaVision, we all know they're, what, six episodes each? And they're thinking about, um, you know, yeah, my God, I cannot think today. Um, they're thinking about releasing, you know, them in halves. So you get the first three episodes and then the last three, um, depending on how long they are. I mean, if they're like our episodes, cool. And if they set it up to where it's like, oh, part one and then a part two, then like, yeah, absolutely. But I don't know. Um, and that kind of goes on to our next story. I was going to talk about Kat Dennings might be uh, uh, appearing in WandaVision, but I don't know if we have too much to talk about with that. Well, she definitely is appearing in it. Yeah. It's just talking Well, about she's teasing massive stunt for Disney Plus series, yeah, for WandaVision. So um, I, I thought she was great as Darcy as well. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to having her back. I like to not think about the first two Thor movies, so I haven't thought about her in a while. 
It's been a while since I've seen the first two. I, I, I mean, I would love to go back and revisit them just to, I mean, just to watch them. I mean, I have them, so why not? <laughs> Probably going to at one, one point or another. But um, yeah, going back to you know, uh, so Captain, uh, sorry, not Captain Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier maybe split up into two parts. So what do you like? Do you think this is a smart move by, by Disney or? I mean, I know a lot of people have been saying, oh, you know, they need new content like right now. But it's like, well, it's it's kind of hard to do that, given everything that's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't think I'm a fan of that unless they add like a couple more episodes because it's supposed to be what, six episodes. Yeah. So you just can have three episodes this year. Just throw them out there. It's just not enough. I feel like you might as well just wait. Yeah. I, I would agree with you there. I would definitely just wait until you have a good opportunity. I mean, people need to understand that, you know, this, like with everything that is going on in the world right now, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to kind of, you know, get back to normal. And I don't think we're going to get back to normal for a few years or at least a year or two. So people kind of just have to be patient. I mean, I still think Disney Plus has a lot to offer. You know, their their entire legacy, pretty much their entire legacy title is on there. But people also need to understand that, you know, what with, with Disney Plus, it, it is mainly yet yeah, it's it's geared towards a family experience. This this isn't HBO Max. It's not Hulu and it's not Netflix. So it's I mean, I don't I don't really know what people are exactly expecting because you see a lot of people like complaining about it on Twitter but it's like, I mean, we, we do have The Mandalorian coming out, but it, I mean, obviously some people just don't care. But I mean, the beauty of streaming is that, you know, you can hop in when there's an, uh, you, you get to make your own scheduled shows that you get to watch. You can hop in for a month or two while watching The Mandalorian or anything else you wanted to watch and, you know, uh, hop out until something else comes along. Because we also have, you know, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and all that jazz coming as well. But we just got to be patient because, you know, every the everyone is waiting on the world to get back to normal. There's not much we can really do about it right now. So, Speaking of getting back to normal, we have a <laughs> bunch of theater news to go over. Yes. Yes, we do. Wow. Yes, we do. So... Uh, you you want you want to take 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 this one? I I, I know you're itching the. <laughs> our, our good pals over at Cinemark. It's been a while. Don't know the last time I went to that Cinemark. <laughs> it's been a while. Cinemark CEO Mark Zerati has said that Warner Bros are optimistic and positive that they will release Tenet on July 17th. Woo! <laughs> Which is, that's pretty strong words, considering the requirements that WB has for releasing Tenet, which are that 80% of theaters need to be open in order to release it. And New York City, LA, and San Francisco make up 25% of that. Yeah. So, (laughs) I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen either, to be completely honest with you. I am, I'm kind of scared but at the same time i mean i i know not a lot of people are going to rush you know to get back to the movie theaters you know right off the bat and we know that um is it it's is it regal or is, is regal owned by cinemark or vice versa regal cinema i, I know regal cinema is opening up here pretty soon within the next few days but um 
Yeah, it, it all just depends on how people feel comfortable. I mean, this is a big movie, so it's like, what, are you going to have 20 people in the um, in the theater or how, how, what, what's the capacity and... I don't know. I I am. I mean, I'm hopeful, but I it's it, it's just a coin flip up in the air right now because I don't know how eager people are going back to the theaters, and it just depends on if people choose their health. J- July seventeenth. That's a month and a half from now. Yeah. Oh, man, I I I just don't know. I couldn't even tell you, man. It is just some really weird stuff going on. Um, because I think I think I saw that Ohio is opening movie theaters June tenth. I think that came out today. So they're getting oh really? In early. Okay, hmm. that's not bad at all. Um, yeah, it, it it does. I mean, Ohio's been pretty well uh, prepared for you know what's or they've been adapting a lot. Um, can't say the same for uh, for Tennessee, but. Um, I mean, I mean, so if if Tenet comes out on July seventeenth, are you are you going to be there day one? Probably, <laughs> with your hazmat suit on, and I mean, if they're going to do this, well, who knows? Who knows what's gonna what it's gonna be like at that point? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, and also with everything spiking up, and um, you know, I mean, this is gonna come back and hit us again. Because especially flu season, the winter months are coming through, hay fever. So it's it's going to be rough. It's going to be very, very rough. Um, I mean, I would love to, but I don't know if, if – it really just depends, man. I mean, if, if, if I go see Tenet, I mean, I hate to say it. I probably wouldn't see it right away in IMAX. I probably would go to, like, more of a low-key theater. But maybe everybody else has the same idea as me. So I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like if, if I go the first showing, maybe I'll be all alone because everyone is scared. That is very true. So it's like you might have the entire th- like theater to yourself, which would be amazing. That's what everybody wants, to be completely honest. But it's what I want. <laughs> but um, we have a little bit more of uh, uh, theater news. Well, I think we kind of touched on everything. Well, besides movie theaters won't be on, you know, full on rhythm until 2022, the Cinemark CEO. Also, Cinemark is the first chain to announce their official reopening date. Right. We don't know about AMC. Which is. (laughs) um, I think this is is it the 11th. uh, June 19th. Oh, I was totally. Oh, June 19th. You know what June 19th is, Devin. That's when The Last of Us Part 2 comes out. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so, do I go to the movies or do I stay indoors and play one of the best video games? Well, do, do you go to a Cinemark or stay indoors? I don't know if we have any Cinemarks around here, to be completely honest. So, I think I'm just going to, you know, stay indoors. Because <laughs> we have a bunch of and AMCs. Then, that's then, Yeah, that's, just, that's a good segue because more terrifying news about AMC came out. So it looks like they have a uh, a substantial doubt that it can survive the corona outbreak shutdown. Which Cause they're they're just they're hemorrhaging money right now. They're losing so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. 
and they're not they're not making a dime. No, they're 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 not. And they're, they have they have their weird little streaming service that they tried to start up. And that's that's not going to get it. Done. Oh yeah, we we both got Bad Boys One and Two for free. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't even think I even like uh, redeemed those because it wasn't working for me, so I just gave up. I'm like. Uh, whatever <laughs> it's not like it's a big loss like if, if, if it was a huge movie like i mean like, yeah oh, like of course you know something i just don't have but it, it's just not anything i really care too much about but hopefully we can uh i mean i don't know what i'm gonna do uh, yeah but what are we gonna do if amc <laughs> closes I, like cinemark has a, a terrible movie pass it's one movie a month for ten dollars. Uh, like, what is that? That's terrible. It's not even, and then you get like twenty percent off concessions, which fine, but yeah, I mean why? that's whatever. But I mean, I, I we we've we've grown accustomed to a certain standard of of theater watching and movie going because there's Regal by like I have Regal theaters here, but I don't even know if I do. I don't have Cinemark. <laughs> And it's it's Cinemark, no no Cinemark. We have Regal and we have AMC, but and then um, oh my gosh, what oh and we have our indie theater. Maybe my indie theater will start to you know flourish and actually and those their seats are pretty terrible, um, and they have like twenty spots for parking. It is actually very very bad. <laughs> so. I don't know, man. We'll just have to hope, pray, <laughs> and wait it out. And maybe this is going to be the norm for a while. You know, maybe those, I mean, if, I mean, honestly, I think I would rather just watch Tenet at home than go to a Cinemark theater and, like, choose. Or if 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 Cinemark does come out, you know, we choose one, like, really big blockbuster what you said? One movie a month or one movie a week? Devin, I think it's one. Oh. I think it's one a month. Oh, that's terrible. They're a little movie pass. Oh, that's terrible. I don't like that at all. Not one bit. I don't know. Oh well. Well, um, it's like you're not even you're not even saving at that point. You're just buying a movie ticket. <laughs> that's, so that's it's like it you is. might as well just pay per movie at that point. To be completely honest, so. I mean, you won't get 20% off snacks, but I really don't buy that many snacks to begin with. So I don't know. Um, so moving on to our next piece of news here. <laughs> uh, looks like West Paul's Planet of the Apes film is to be a continuation of the Circus Trilogy. I know uh, Devin is not very happy about this. Right not now. a fan. <laughs> Why are you not I, a fan? I, actually, I was actually re-watching... Um, What's the third one? Uh, War for the Planet Dawn, of the Apes. War. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching that yesterday, and it's just so good. Like It is. That trilogy is so perfect, and then they're going to just add this on there. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Also, what, Wes Ball, like, I've no his only is credit is, is, like, the Maze Runner movies. I haven't seen them. Which I've never seen, <laughs> but I'm guessing they aren't amazing. <laughs> I don't see that many people talk about them, so... <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't feel right, and it feels rushed. Yeah, I I agree. It's I mean, I'm not like super super. I mean, I'm kind of indifferent to it. I mean, like I'm interested, but like at the same time, why? Like, what 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 is there to continue? I mean, I'm sure they can make up a story, 
But at the same time, it's just, I don't know. I really do not know. We'll just have to guess. We'll see. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll have to wait, wait and see. Um, you want to take the last piece of news before we get into the uh, gaming uh, shiz? Some some sad news, I guess. Mm. It looks like Carol Baskin has been awarded Tiger King's Joe Exotics Zoo. Damn, Carol Baskins! Ugh. Wow. I mean, I don't, I don't really think. Joe Exotic is a good person, but I know Carol Baskin's not a good person. <laughs> but so. who is the lesser of two evils, Devin? Who? Who? They're both pretty <laughs> both pretty murderous, but I think one actually did murder someone. So. <laughs> and tried to cover it up. Man, oh man. <laughs> oh well. I mean, it's I guess it's sad. I mean, I would be sad if I found this out, like, after watching, like, the first episode of Joe Exotic because everyone was, like, you know, there, there was no blood on anybody's hands at that point. And, you know, they, they had said that they actually believed that for, for a point in time that Joe actually was trying to do the right thing, but that quickly, quickly went downhill and just turned all tights sideways. So, <laughs> oh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess congratulations, Carol. I mean, you're still a murderer, so I don't think a lot of people like you. <laughs> uh, she gets to roam free. Right, with her tigers. Mm. <laughs> well, um, before we uh, go a little bit farther, I uh, just wanted to let everyone know, sorry that this is a little bit of a shorter uh, Newsweek. Uh, we did have a lot more to talk about, but um, I have a charity stream to um, attend to. So we're kind of just going through our main topics that we wanted to talk about today. But um, yeah, let's just uh, jump back into it here. And we have we, we, we have some gaming news here, Devin. Um, so I guess what we'll do, I'll, I'll take the... Uh, I'll I'll take the um the first bit. You'll take the second one, and then we'll kind of just flip flop from there. Because we 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 got a few things to talk about here. But yeah, uh, the first thing I actually wanted to start implementing uh, into the podcast was, uh, especially for gaming, at least once a month. As everyone uh, should know, if you are a PlayStation Plus subscriber, um, you get uh, quote unquote free games <laughs> um, every dur- during the beginning of every month. Same thing with Xbox Live Gold. Uh, with their free games as well, and, and PC just gets like ten free games a get a day. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Uh, so I'll start off here with the uh, PlayStation Plus free games for uh, available for June. They are now available. It is uh, Call of Duty. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Call of Duty uh, World War II and Star Wars Battlefront II. If you have PlayStation Plus, you are able to play those games at no extra cost. So that's why that's how they get with the, oh, it's, it's June's free games. Um, I've never dabbled in the new Star Wars Battlefront. I was kind of turned off by the first one with all the microtransactions. And it's been ages since either of us have played any Call of Duty games, so... Um, 
So yeah, I mean, if you know, if 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 you're a big fan of both, definitely check them out. Um, I think they're both de- uh, worth checking out, especially if you have the uh, PlayStation Plus subscription. But I'll uh, let you take this next one. Xbox games with gold looking rough this month. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I've only heard of one of these. Um, which one did you hear? Oh, destroy all humans. <laughs> yeah, and that's like barely heard of it so it looks like for the xbox one section they've got shantae and the pirate's curse <laughs> whatever boof digimon game that is <laughs> oh my god and then we have coffee talk that just looks like a lo-fi hip-hop beat scene and then destroy all humans and cinemora yeah, I, I don't you, know. Have you heard of these? I don't. Am I am I lost here? Um, no, you're not lost because I I've heard of Shantea, or I think is what it's called. I've heard of that. Haven't heard of Coffee Talk or Shimura. Uh, destroy Destroy All Humans used to play that a lot on my friend's Xbox back in the day. But other than that, no. I mean, it is good because I mean, I would I would argue for a while now that. Games with Gold has been a better deal um, in past months. Because I know PlayStation Plus was like, they were giving out some really weird games. I think one of those like City Skylines. I know people like that game, but um, I guess this wasn't the traditional um, games or the traditional experiences, uh, big name experiences people were uh, used to. But, I mean, you get your good months and your bad months, so... I mean, it, it is what it is. I don't know. Speaking of, of PS Plus. Ooh. Wait, what? Oh. Oh. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Skip around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, my gosh. Wait, what's going on? So uh, for PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now subscribers um, are currently discounted for the uh, Days of Play sale. So uh, PlayStation does this every single year. It's just a huge um massive sale offering on discounts on both PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. So if you do want to try out um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 or Call of Duty uh, World War 2, you can now get, I believe, uh, PlayStation Plus... Uh, a three-month subscription is normally twenty-five bucks. You can get it for twenty. Uh, if you want to get a year for PlayStation Now or PS uh, Plus, they are both available for forty-one ninety-nine over the uh, normal sixty-dollar a year price point. So, um, yeah, I mean, you can essentially get it for a little bit more of a discount. Um, I used to have PlayStation Plus like way back in the day on PlayStation Three, back when so uh, Sony didn't start charging for um, for online. So with PlayStation Four moving forward, um, you know they they made it to where um, you need PlayStation Plus in order to play online. I still think that's a bit ridiculous, and I don't know why Xbox still does it anyway. Um, it's but it's kind of a give and take because the, the free to play games on PlayStation you don't need a PlayStation Plus subscription. But for any like major game like if you want to play Destiny online or Call of Duty or Star Wars Battlefront two, you definitely need that PlayStation Plus subscription. I've always thought it's it's just a bit weird how they do that because if you already have access to the internet, 
and it's you're you're essentially you know going through a paywall in order to play those games or in order, in order to connect your playstation to the internet to play those games to begin with so i mean if there's i don't want to get into it too much there but um we do have a little bit more playstation news here um other than the days of play there is a lot of there's like crazy sales going on for uh playstation 4 games right now as well um i believe like horizon zero dine a few of the uncharted games were like ten dollars i'm pretty sure i saw spider-man and god of war on there as well um those are just their more recent titles but um also, really quick here, um, from July 13th onwards, Sony wants new PlayStation 4 games to be compatible with the PlayStation 5. And for those of you who don't know, the PlayStation 5 has been confirmed that it will um, have backwards compatibility with PlayStation 4 games uh, for most of its library. There's like thousands of titles um, that will be coming. It's, um, originally, they had said that it was um, going to be uh, a couple hundred, but they didn't. They then retracted that statement, excuse me, and said that majority, if not all, should be available to play. Will, will be available uh, for backwards compatibility on PlayStation Five. I don't know if that's day one right out of the gate. That would be pretty amazing. So we'll just have to see. But this does make a little bit of sense that uh, PS4 games should be backwards compatible. Moving forward from July 13th, any games that have been made um, backwards compatible uh, with PlayStation 5. Because as we all know, Sony is really good at maintaining their previous generation of consoles, even though they have a new generation coming out. Um, I mean, for the longest time, PlayStation 2, I think they stopped manufacturing that in 2012, 2013, and it had a pretty good, like, 10, 11-year run. Um, I know that I still know people play on PlayStation 3. They still support that, and I'm sure, you know, Sony's going to be supporting the PlayStation 4 um, probably, like, a year or two. Maybe more just depends on if, you know, people jump on the uh, the next generation train. So that's always good. But it does. I know some people are saying, oh, well, everyone's looking at what Xbox is doing with, you know, you can you know, every like for, at least for the first two years for Xbox, every game is going to be backwards and forward compatible, forward compatible, meaning that uh, let's say if let's say Devin has an Xbox one S. And he decides to buy Halo Infinite. And one day, you know, he's saving up his money and he's had his Xbox One X for a while. And he's like, I want to get that new Series X or the other um, <laughs> the other Xbox that they're going to be coming out with. And he's able to, you know, and any um, new game that he has for his Xbox um S, One S, it'll automatically be compatible with a Series X you know, running um, with better hard, well, you know, with, with better hardware, of course, and better performance and whatnot. Um, I do understand that some people are kind of iffy saying, well, why isn't Sony doing what Xbox is doing? And it's, well, these are two totally different companies. So um, it, it does make a little bit of sense that the PlayStation five, you know, Sony's going the route of, Hey, you know, you have new, you have new, um, you have new consumers who want to buy the PlayStation 5. They should be essentially rewarded with new games 
on the PlayStation 5 that cannot be played on the PlayStation 4. And Xbox is going a different route saying, hey, you know, um, hold on to your, your new and old games and you can upgrade your hardware if, you know, whenever you see fit. So that's my rant. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, is, the, uh, is the console pleb talk over? Yeah, it's, it's over. I kid. I kid. <laughs> well, I know, well, you were playing Pokemon for a little bit there, so I'll let you take this last news story that we have. Back back when I was still hanging on to the last console <laughs> I ever owned. Don't you sell for your Xbox 360? Oh, it's my dad's. Ah, okay, okay. Now it's your dad's. I got you. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. It barely works. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I know that feeling. I mean, I still have a PlayStation 2. I never plug it in, though. But uh, go ahead and uh, round us off here with this uh, last news story. The uh, the first Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pass, titled The Isle of Armor, is releasing June 17th. Ooh, two days before The Last of Us Part 2. Man. I'm kind of surprised it took this long. I feel like they announced it a while ago. Yeah, it really does feel like that. And, you know, th- there's a lot of things that I feel like they've... They've announced ages ago, and now it's even even with um, you know the rise of the, the Planet of the Apes with uh, West Balls because I could have swore we got a story about that, and I guess like we got the story about that like ages ago, but I guess this is now like confirming it, confirming it because he did tweet that said that uh, Caesar's legacy will uh, live on, but um, yeah, so. I guess you're not going to be playing it because you don't have your Switch anymore for Pokemon. Well, <laughs> well, I will be playing Pokemon Showdown. I still play that. Oh, you, okay. Play. You still play that? I got you. I got you. The competitive side. The competitive side. All these, all these new mons sound pretty cool. Yeah, it, it really it really does. Um, you, get, you get the legendary birds back. Gigantamax, Blastoids. I just... The only thing that it's just I really wish that this would have been handled a little bit differently because back when we both had switches and back when we were uh, both planning on buying Pokemon, you did, I didn't because I had sold my switch by then. It was just, you know, we, we were so excited for the core experiences and then all this other stuff comes out and. It's like, oh, like we we have some things here for you, but they didn't say anything about an expansion pass or anything until later on. And I feel like if they would have said, hey, you know, the original, the core game is not going to have everything in it, but we do plan on having DLC later on. I feel like that would have been more okay with fans. It's just I feel like paying 60 bucks for less content is like a little iffy in my mind but i mean it's coming out so and i, I believe our uh, part uh both expansion passes are going to be compatible with both sword and shield I, that's good i believe so yeah so that's pretty cool um and i believe you can still play with your friends even if one of you has the DLC and the other one does not, I believe. So the first uh, expansion pass, as we said, is called Isles of Armor. And then the second impa- uh, expansion pass will come out in the fall. Uh, that will be a crowd of, uh, sorry, the Crown Tundra. Excuse me. Galarian Moltres is six foot seven. Ooh. Wow. There's going to be Tudor Moves, Max Soup, <laughs> uh, Cramomatic. Looks like a dojo in the Isles of Armor. It's a unique 
re- recycling in the form of device. What the? Oh, it's some kind of mechanic that they're to produce like combination to like produce rare items, uh, things like that. But yeah, I mean, Gigantamax Blast Watch stories. I'm pretty excited. They're they're not giving away and, and Venusaur. <laughs> they're not giving away the the weights <laughs> here on uh, uh, Gamatsu. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of too 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 thick, boys. So yeah, and a Galarian uh, Slowbro as well. So slow. That's pretty cool. But. Um, I believe that does it here for today, Devin, unless there was something else you wanted to add in last minute before we wrap up here. I think we got it all in our slightly shorter episode. Yeah, slightly shorter. I'd say it's shorter. 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. We, like, like I said, yeah, I, I, yeah, we, we made pretty good time here, honestly. But um, that does it for today's uh, episode, our news episode here on the Film Optics uh podcast and as always again you can listen to us on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google play anchor podbean iHeartRadio, and of course on youtube when we live stream every thursday evening and follow us on on twitter and instagram we're we're more active on twitter than we are instagram um it's kind of hard to bounce between those both those platforms and you know, managing our own uh, social media accounts. But give us a follow there, Film Optics. Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. So there's a little bit of a doozy there for you. And uh, what, are we t- uh, what are we reviewing this week, Devin? Uh, Rick and Morty, season four. Yeah. 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 Phoenix person. Phoenix person, Morty. I mean, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we will be reviewing season four of Rick and Morty that will be coming out this Sunday. And the following week, we will we will be reviewing The Five Bloods, a new Spike Lee joint, not film, joint. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, that's coming out next Friday. So that will be uh, the uh, upcoming, uh, the following Sunday's uh, review as well as we are doing our new show, as we do every Thursday. It's live on Thursday, and then we uh, upload the podcast uh, for everyone to listen to on Friday. And uh, we're, oh, yeah, we're, we're, sorry, we're, we're not doing Space Force, so. I mean, we'll, we'll mention it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Well, I mean, I, I think I got farther than you, but yes. I stopped. <laughs> I mean, you might as well finish it at that point. Uh, I don't know. There's, I'd rather watch Doom Patrol. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole lot of other things I'd rather do. And, um, yes, and within the next two weeks, we have a few more things planned for you, but we will get off for now. Um, and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.